It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. You know, I'm not a big fan of running nothing back, but we sure as hell ran this panel back. (laughs) (laughs) Technical difficulties don't stop us. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is back. G. Bush, a.k.a. Big Nostradamus, a.k.a. G. Baby is in the building. Y'all got to come up with y'all's own intros. Negro Domus. I got nothing. You don't have an a.k.a.? J-Lo. That's all I got. J-Lo. Okay. J-Lo with the slim booty. (laughs) (laughs) J-Lo. This show is off the rails already. (laughs) I can't believe it. Hey, J-Lo's been my nickname as long as it's been hers. It's only one (laughs) J-Lo. We you messing his you fantasies up. You got to figure like, something like, else out. <laughs> you got you to, I'm his not about to sit here <laughs> and allow this to go on. No, you are not J-Lo. Yes, I am. Thomas, do you, did you have a nickname growing up? It, it, you listen, you were a Division One college athlete. You went to the uh, Colt, which is the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Colt. The Colt. And play, pray the, to the Colt. The Colt. Pray to the Shrine, Buckeye Shrine, every morning. What, what would you, Did you have a nickname? Well, actually, growing up, everybody. So when I before I got to college, everybody used to call me Ty. That was my name, Ty. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I got to college, and everybody switched it to TP. But I always, I never really liked TP because when I thought of TP, I thought of Terrell Pryor. So yes, I, that always got to me. I but thought toilet paper. I did too. Or I, <laughs> I thought you say think t- that too. <laughs> I think, I think um, like little cloth uh, huts in the middle of TP, yeah, 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 middle yeah. America with like buffaloes and stuff. TP. No, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, TP, yeah, no, yeah. but that's not what. No, no, you think it's <laughs> y'all need to cut it out, okay? Y'all thinking about the wrong things. It's, it's either Terrell Pryor or Tyvis Powell, but oh. Terrell Pryor was bigger at OSU than me, so. I and behind the glass, we got Earl the Pearl. Did you have a name before Earl the Pearl? Did you have anything in high school or or middle school or even in elementary school, Earl? My nickname always been Pearl. Always, always. Is it from Earl the Pearl Monroe? Yeah, like it, it was a given. I'm like the fifth Earl Malden in my family, mm-hmm. and so like you know, and then my grandfather on the other side name was Willie Earl, and so like people would just always call me Earl of Pearl when I was a kid, and then when I became a te- teenager, people actually called me Pearly, but. Like the rappers, when I got older, I dropped a Y and just started going by Pearl. So, so were you a fan of He Got Game? They should call you Jesus because you know that's how you know Jake Shuttlesworth tells Jesus that he got his name from Earl the Pearl Monroe. Yeah, they call like I know all about Jesus. his game. We had a, I actually had a caller when I was um hosting on the radio Sunday, who was trying to give me the rundown. Earl the Pearl played for the Washington Bullets. He was a star for the Bullets. Got traded to the New York Knicks and won the championship with the Knicks with uh, Clyde Frazier. I did have, like, so, like, I, I used to get teased, too, 
and they used to be like, you know, Earl a girl who wear white pearls. And it's so funny because some of the girls who used to tease me, they be trying to come back. They be trying to come back. <laughs> and I'll let you know how you made me feel in second grade, fam. Girl back he then. I, <laughs> he's, no. so, he's so back then they didn't want me. That's back then, <laughs> back then, Earl shot anybody that was playing with his name. You better not play with Pearl's name. By the way, the name Pearl, that reminds me of Pearl off 227. Y'all remember the oh, show? Oh, I remember. I used to watch 227. Yeah. yeah, Pearl on the other side. With Jack A. Yeah, Jack A. <laughs> Jack A was cold back in the day, this, right? Uh, this must be something that came out in the 90s. Yes. Yeah, you're a little, you, you yes. got to be, you gotta be a little bit older, a little older. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Tyv- Tyvis look old, but Tyvis not really old. Tyvis is under 30. Like I am under 30. You're I'm under 30. 30. Like, Tyvis is not like 100, but... I may be the whitest dude on the set, but I watched 227. I watched Amen. I watched Martin. Oh, amen. George Jefferson, amen. Like, yeah. yo. Where he used Deacon to do the, Ernest at the beginning, he yeah. do the jump yeah. rope at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Ernest, like, you know yeah. I think Martin is one of those shows, though. It just transcends it race, did. right? Martin, Martin absolutely Martin transcended was, Martin, race. So, I, I don't know how many people did. So, back in the day, I used to have intermittent cable. Like, <laughs> cable B, it was like sometimes it be on, sometimes it don't. Is that depending on when you pay the, the bill? Dependent, <laughs> it dependent. Sometimes, <laughs> like, you, they give you that red copy, that means you got three more weeks. <laughs> that red copy, but but listen, listen, that final notice, dude, you, it could go at any time. <laughs> you be in the middle of the game, in the middle of watching. Listen, but we had the Martin DVDs, right? And then we'll hold you over because we was like, hold on, we could just buy the DVDs from Walmart. Get them boys keep them on on on, on rotation, Jesse. And them Martin DVDs, you can watch an episode hundreds of times and still be laughing. Oh yeah, I mean it still come on to this day, and I still watch it, and I still laugh at certain ones because it's shout out hilarious. shout out to Martin Lawrence, man. With him between, he had an era, and I've never, I've never seen an era like with Dave Chappelle, when Dave Chappelle was 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 Rick James. The Chappelle show. He had when I was at Oakland, <coughs> he had white boys and girls walking down the street. Yeah. What? You know what? what? I said, bro, he has a cult like people couldn't even talk. Like but themselves. I, I'm glad that we grew up in that. Well, we I was able to grow up in the era that I grew up in because a lot of that stuff won't fly now. Like I was oh, watching. Oh, yeah. I was oh. watching the old WWF clip. Man, they had they had Stone Cold on there, right? And he had what's the? It was the old lady, uh, suit the one that that Bubba Ray Dudley threw slammed oh, through the Sue May or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. something. All right, they had <laughs> they had her up against Eric Bischoff. Yo, Eric Bischoff, yeah, 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 yeah. So they hit him in the balls, and he falls in the corner, and <laughs> and Stone Cold says. You want some pie? That's a pie eating contest. Go give him some pie. And she goes and Bronco busters this man in the face. I said, if they put that on TV today, they go in the commercial and it's never coming back. The show getting canceled. She stripped down to her bikini. Her hey. thong and, and 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 put it all in his face. Hey. I was like, this is this. <laughs> you know, we must be alike because I was like, I don't know what made me get in the time machine and start looking at WWF, and they was just running around talking about like the the like the, the little petty stuff that they used to do, 
And like they just going back talking about this, it, like man, how everybody just hated Goldberg. Like everybody yeah. hated Goldberg. Yeah. Why? And it was like because <laughs> he didn't protect his he, right. he didn't protect his partner, whoever he was wrestling. He said, "Man, you he was hurting people." He said, "He didn't know what he was doing." He ended <laughs> Hitman Hart's career. Hitman still mad. Brett still mad about that. He was like, "Bro, hey, you know, mess around, Bill Goldberg." I tell you what, man, this guy he's running around, he's throwing you up the top, top ropes for no. And then he had the jacket. He he was spearing people. <laughs> that was his only move. And no, he, he, had the jack, he had the jackhammer. Then Nash says, Kevin Nash says, uh, <laughs> he was hurt. He was. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Nash said, and then they and then they fabricated the hell out of his win streak. We don't even wrestle 153 dates in a year. That man had 60 wins tops. Yeah. I was like, dang, bro. I was watching him. They said they said Harlem Heat wasn't washing their gear. <laughs> oh, that's that's messed up. <laughs> he said Stevie Ray and Booker T. We uh, want the gold, sucker. Hulk Hogan. Them, we coming for you. <laughs> they was like, they, them flames was flaming for real, brother. I tell you what, they had the rankest gear I've ever smelled. Take that home and wash it. Yeah, they not they not letting a lot of that fly today, but it was a good time. Good time now, and then on on the early two thousand, as far as TV goes, I mean, when I was a kid and I was getting ready to go to sleep, I had to be like six years old, and my mom would fall asleep, and I'd be sitting there watching TV, and you know, obviously you had Martin, Jamie Foxx, Bernie Mac. Steve Harvey show. All of these you came on like back to back to back to back at nighttime. They started at like nine o'clock on channel 55. Yeah, on channel 55. Look at you. And Bernie, Steve, Martin, Jamie Foxx, all of that. And it was it was good times, man. I don't think they really make TV shows like that no more. Though. A different world. Oh, a different world. Different world. In living color. See, you in your old bag. See, I am. I'm an old dude, man. A different. Listen, in a different world, my dad went to HBCU. So when the different world came up, I was like, oh, no, I'm about to go there. I'm like, they got maybe doing step shows and everything. Different world. Vanessa then was there. And that was like Dwayne Wade. Like, like he's not D-Wade. But Dwayne Wade. Yeah, yeah. I remember. The, yeah, the guy with the round glasses. Yeah. He had the flip up joint. The yeah. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> the Tony, Tony. Hey, I remember when him and Marlon Wayne started in the Six Man. Oh, that's like one of my favorite movies. That's a ever. classic too. Man, we, 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 people we, don't even know what that is. No, yeah, I didn't know that one. You ain't seen that no. one where he dies and he, yeah. he's like a he comes back as an angel. Yeah. He helps him hoop. He helped. It's no. like angels in the outfield, but a basketball version. Yeah. Of hey, funny story <laughs> on that before we get started. I could talk about it now because I'm, I'm more healed than what I was. So growing up, me, my brother, and my dad, we used to love that movie. And my father passed away from a heart attack. So my brother is sitting at home about a month and a half after the fact, just watching the movie. And the part comes on when he's in a gym and he's talking to his brother. He say, first dad died of a heart attack. Now nah, you, my brother said, yeah, man, F this, threw the remote at the TV and ain't took the movie back on since. Wow. <laughs> How old was y'all? This was like, my father passed five years ago. So, so he was, he was a little, he's a little bit older too. Like, yeah. like, was you shook when he threw it? Was you like, you was like, I don't know how to react to this. Yeah, it was just, it was funny in the moment. It was like, what did, you, those, did like, you laugh? Yeah, he was like, oh, hell no. We ain't watching this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, on, well, on a lighter note, we have PCC airfoils. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that later in the, in the show. Uh, you know, we got a sh good show coming up for y'all, man. Um, as always, I laughed and jokes and said we was running it back. But we ain't running it back. It's a couple topics we left on the, on the table we can get to. Um, so we're gonna start off here in a couple seconds. Uh, what Cleveland Browns players do you think 
will be preseason standouts because I love this topic because I'm going to go to the to the preseason expert Jason Lloyd and he's going to tell me which one of these games don't count so I can then go hype these dudes up. So he's going to let me know <laughs> who, which guys are going to be hyped for the preseason, but it doesn't mean it's just like NBA summer league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, just like that. <laughs> but it's football, football version, right? Football version. Uh, and then we got Jay. Jay Crawford is making an appearance. Um, he got dropped into Firestone. I think he flew or parachuted in. I don't I know. I haven't seen Jay in six and a half years. I haven't either. I'm telling you. He, like last time <laughs> I seen him, he was, he was in with Kit Hoover. <laughs> oh, Jay. The Super Bowl's the last time I saw Jay. That, at his that house. is at his crib. Like that's it. Like that, y'all been to Jay's house. Man. We've been to the White House. You Man. need to come. You need to make the trip. Yeah. I do need that. The next time Get Jay security has clearance, something, let Secret Service pat you right. down. Well, he got to He got to do it because you know. Yep. When the fall comes around, I'm gonna be a very, very, very busy man. Mm-hmm. You ready to go? Uh, so they're already they're already ready to go. Yeah, uh, they're getting set up now, but we're actually going to pivot and start the show off with uh, Paige Ferranic joining Jay Crawford. Okay. Jay Crawford actually joining his boys that he ain't seen in God knows how long. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see if he, he got the same hair. Let me see if he got the same hair. He got I'm the same hair. We're going to see. He, they, they might be. They still is Jay, is, does Jay still have different color eyes or did he, you know, change that? Which is crazy that I didn't know that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. See, that's what I said. Somebody pointed it out to me. Guys don't look at other dudes. But but when you talk to a man, you're supposed to look him in the eye. Jay has two different colors. What color eyes do I have? Exactly. Brown. No. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yo, that's crazy. Good guess. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> you didn't know like, that? Like, like, no, I'm, I'm not going to be looking all in your eyes. I mean, I'm right. G, what color eyes do I have? Not brown. Blue. Okay, good guess. Yeah, there's only this blue. <laughs> and I heard it. I should have pick from. I should have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> I should have guessed it. All right, well, we're going to pivot to the um, to the, to the top dogs, man. Jay Crawford is uh, making a guest appearance from Firestone. Jay, how you doing? Where you at, bro? There we go. You're making fun of my eyes right now. Yes, I hear you are. guys. <laughs> I hear oh, all of you. Our mics were supposed to be off. We're sorry. Jay, I don't look a guy in the eyes, man. I, I'm not like that. I know I, you don't. I know you don't. You never look me in the eye, Jason. I've noticed that about you. When I talk, you look everywhere but my eye. Right here. Eyes on the crisis, bro. Oh, bro. Right what dude looks another dude in the eyes and, like, stares deeply into I mean, his eyes? I, I mean, come on. Somebody you pointed hear- it out. Jason, did you hear what Paige just said? No. She said she can relate to guys not looking her in the eyes either. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I have not broken eye contact with guys yet. I don't know what you're talking about. I have not. I have not. Um, are we guys? Are we good to go? Do you want us to just yeah, yeah, do well. your thing, man? We'll be watching. Right. First of all, um, Paige Sporanic. Everybody knows who she is. She doesn't need an introduction, but I want to introduce you to the crew, guys. If you can take the studio camera, the three shot. I just want to tell you who you're on with okay. so you have a little bit of background. So this dude here is Tyvis. He was a fantastic college football player, won the national championship with Ohio State, and was the, the game's <laughs> MVP. 
Right here, now, look. Get now, it, get it, Steve. Before you start to say, wow, I'm so impressed, I want you to judge his golf swing. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I love it. Smoked. Did you see how big Tyus' chest was before that? I knew I was going to do that. If you didn't, you haven't been paying attention to me from last year. Such a low blow. Okay, um... Who's, who's producing? Earl, Earl, can we roll Tyvis's fantastic this is first golf swing ever, by the way? First golf swing Which ever. Which is stunning to me okay. that you get to be an adult in life and you've never swung a golf club. I don't <laughs> I don't understand that concept. Someone has had a club in my hand my whole life. The technique roll is Tyvis's great. Roll swing, and I want you to grade it A to F. Oh, A to F. I yes. can do that. And okay. don't do be this. kind. Just lay it Look out there. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. He lost the club, Paige. I, I mean, yeah. He missed the ball. He lost the club. The best part of this story was he was the celebrity at a hole, and he was going to hit, a, I think it was a part three, and he was going to take a swing with every group. He doesn't have a club. He borrows a club, and he throws it 50 yards into the woods. Lake. What do we give him on that swing? I, I mean, the swing... First time ever, not that bad. Thank Maybe you. a C minus. <laughs> um, but you're losing the club. That <laughs> that's an F. But for me, I live in the content world. That is A plus content all day long. <laughs> yeah, so what right. does that average out to? Maybe a, a B minus. Maybe a C right there. Wow, that's great on the curve. That's great on the Age curve. Gave your golf swing a B minus. <laughs> Thank you. Retire. Thank you. It's over. God it's bless you. God bless you. You're done. Okay, so that's that's uh, our panelist on the far left. Now, if we can take that three shot again, guys, the wide shot of the studio. In the middle is Jason Lloyd. He's a fantastic writer. He uh, he's all things Cleveland. I, can I say that you're buds with LeBron? I mean, you're your boys. He returns your texts. Oh yeah, all the time. We're we're meeting up. <laughs> we're we're meeting right up. For the athletic, which you know is that's pretty much. In terms of sports writing today, that. that's that's as high as it goes. That's as high as it goes. He Jason's sent his plane to pick me up. I'm going to meet him in Brazil after the show. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a small fabrication. And then on the right, if we come back to the three shot again, guys, I'm sorry that I'm doing this. I just wanted to know who we're talking to. That's G. Bush. He played college football in the Mid American Conference, Ohio University. He's got a bad neck. I'm trying to think of a new homeowner. Hey, that's a uh, he was engaged and then broke it off and then decided he was going to get married and then soon after got divorced. Yeah. yeah. So, no way with that. So we're good there. I'm just trying to get fun facts on all of the guys. But now you know who you're on with. Um, what the hell are you doing here? Why? What brings you to Firestone? Because you've never been here before. Never been. First time. So I'm an L.A. golf ambassador and I'm here to represent for them today. They're making some of the best equipment in the game. Putters, shafts, golf ball, and I have it almost all in play. So going to hopefully play some good golf, yeah. talk about L.A. golf and have a great day. You're in the pro-am with Matt Collig after this. Yep. I asked Matt minutes ago, are you going to win the long drive? He said, I'm going for the short drive type. <laughs> So make of that what you will. Yeah. How far do you hit the ball off the tee? Gosh, it, it depends. I would say I average around like 255, 260. All with on LA golf gear, right? Yes. That's, yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> now, folks may or may not have seen the picture, famous picture. Well, there's so many famous pictures. Yeah, I was like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> what a life. It's so tough. You and the golf balls. Yes. Now, that pretty much describes what I'm talking about. Is that the picture you're most famous for or no? Um... 
I would say recently, yes. Yeah. It's uh, a picture that people seem to really like. It came from the idea of Jan Stevenson, who was kind of the OG, sexy golf girl, really embraced, you know, way femininity. Back in the day. Way back in the day. Yeah. And she did a picture in a bathtub filled with golf balls. And so when I was talking to the CEO of LA Golf, Reed Dickens, we were thinking of really fun ideas to kind of like launch this partnership. And yeah. I said, hey, so Reed, I'm going to need a bathtub and a ton of LA golf balls. And he said, okay, great. And they literally flew a bathtub to a golf course in Florida. We shot it out there. I mean, I'm sure all the houses got, you know, quite a, <laughs> quite a look at them. They were like strategically placing. We noticed that. Yeah. And... We noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was a lot of fun. How and... long would a shoot like that take typically? Um, so the hard part with that one was just getting the golf balls and the positioning correct. Cause like once you're there, you can't move. Um, now, but... Who did that? If you don't mind me asking. The positioning of the golf balls. Like, <laughs> it was, was a that... full team. It was a full team. <laughs> I bet it was. Everybody, I'll do that. I'll, I can I can volunteer for that. Yeah. So <laughs> now, like, did you have veto power? No, I don't want this person doing it. I need this person or no? Uh, I mean, I always have like my team involved <laughs> yeah. and everyone. So they took care golf. Of you. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. And so, yeah, it took probably 15, 20 minutes just to kind of get the shot. And yeah. then once we got it, we knew it was it and moved on. And, um, covered in golf ball size bruises after that because were you really yes we tried some different positions because oh, you're laying on them too you're laying on them oh, yeah, and so you're just kind of it's very uncomfortable but the, the shot turned out great yeah wow so for those that aren't familiar with your story like obviously golf background but talk about how very good competitive <laughs> golfer went from uh an elite golfer to like i would is it safe to say the social media influencer in the entire sport? I feel you are. <laughs> um, if you go off of data, yes, I have the most followers. How did that happen? Yeah, I've been doing this for a while. So I was actually a competitive gymnast growing up. I fractured my kneecap twice and really wanted to find a sport that I would be good at. And mm -hmm. so I, I tried tennis because my aunt played professional tennis, and I didn't quite love that. And so my dad, I don't come from a golf family, but my dad enjoyed golf you know, here yeah. and there. And so he took me out and uh, fell in love with it after the first golf ball I hit and uh, had a really great junior golf career, had a full ride scholarship to play golf at San Diego State University, wow. uh, played decent there, and then was going back and forth on what I wanted to do because I didn't have any financial backing to play golf professionally and um, kind of struggling at that point. So I was caddying and I was running junior golf clinics. And my dad just said, let's just give it one year, one shot. And before that happened, I blew up on social media. It was nothing that I Was ever... it a plan or an accident? No, it was totally an accident. Someone found my pictures online, wrote an article about it. And then I went from having 500 followers to 100,000 followers overnight. And at that point, this was, you know, eight years ago, no one was really utilizing social media uh, through sports. It yeah. was gaining, gaining a little bit more attention through fashion and beauty and um but sports was way behind and so i was one of the well not one of i was the first to be a golf influencer so all these companies were reaching out to me and i had no money i had no golf balls i had no tees gloves anything and because in college they don't really prepare you for life after when you are treated you know great and uh callaway was one of the first that approached me and they said hey it will you know, give you some clubs or some help if you do social media for us. And I was like, okay, I'll do anything. So it started with free clubs and, and equipment. Yeah, just like free stuff. And... You're an empire now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You are. I mean, I don't, I don't mean to embarrass you, but it's a fact. Yeah. You're an empire. Yeah. So then 
it was like a year or two of trying to play and also balance doing social media. And I was doing just both 50-50 and it was really hard to do it commit to one or the other. And I was kind of burnt out at golf at that point. And when I first came on the scene, I was receiving a ton of backlash and hate. And I just needed a bit of a mental break. And I was like, I'll just focus on social media for a year to just recharge. And I never looked back, never got back into playing competitively. And it was the best decision I've ever made. And I was able to you know, grow this really amazing business and community of followers online. And I really love what I do because I can stay in golf, but I don't have the pressure day in and day out of competing and not knowing if you're going this, to eat. This is much easier. You don't <laughs> have to make a cut. I wouldn't say it's much easier. There's definitely pros and cons to both, but I'm much better suited for this than I was for playing golf professionally. Yeah. How many followers now? It's it's in the tens of millions if you add everything up, right? <laughs> I think it's around like 11 million or so across you know all of the <laughs> platforms, which is insane to think about because when I first started this, there was no, I want to be an influencer. I want to be popular. I want to have followers. I was doing this to pay for my golf career and for it to blossom into this, you know, amazing career and business that I've built. It's yeah. been really exciting. I don't want to mischaracterize it. So if I am, please correct me. But it seemed like early on, there, there's always haters. No matter yeah. what you do, there, there's going to be a percentage of folks that are haters. And it seems like on social media, those are amplified. Mm -hmm. Because we read one voice is one voice, but sometimes it sounds like it's a chorus. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I found it fascinating how you've dealt with the haters and the critics. I think... And again, if I'm mischaracterizing it, please correct me. It felt like early on you were sensitive. There was some sensitivity to that. But it seems like now you're just all in and you have embraced this and mm -hmm. you said, hate all you want. <laughs> this is who I am and this is where I'm going. A hundred percent. I mean, when I first started doing this, I was 22 years old. I was insecure. I didn't know who I was. I was trying to play golf professionally, which I was trying to find my footing in pro golf and I was lost and I didn't really know how to handle all of it. I was thrown into this. There was no preparation. And I, I think anyone who was thrown into that and you're getting, I mean, hundreds of thousands of hate messages every day, it would affect you. And I was very sensitive to it. I'm just a, a bit of an introvert, a sensitive person. And I did not know how to handle that. But it's taken years, and I think the turning point for me was when I was really trying to be taken seriously. Yeah. And I wanted everyone to like me. I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. And I wore uh, leggings and a turtleneck, and everything was covered. <laughs> and someone still had something negative to say that yeah. I was showing too much skin. And at that point, I was like, you know what? You're not going to please everyone. And right. so I've almost done a, a complete... <laughs> turn hey. around and I said okay well if you're gonna judge me for that I'll give you something to judge me for <laughs> and I really push the limits now and I embrace the criticism because you don't grow on social media if everyone loves what you do and so I try to start a conversation I try to wear things to push boundaries I I'm very outspoken and I embrace that now I like it because yeah. I think it's fun and it's interesting and people actually love to hate on other people oh. and so I give them something to talk about to complain yeah. about to hate about well, just making really fun golf, silly, you know, content. Yeah. So talk to me about LA Golf. It's a, it's a young, newer company in a space that's really been dominated by the long-term yeah. players. But it obviously was good enough and caught your attention that you're an ambassador now. So tell tell those that are playing golf, that are maybe thinking about getting golf and just like touching the equipment for the first time. What do you recommend? Why is, why is it your choice? You know, it's really interesting because I have worked with so many different club companies and I've heard all of the pitches. And when I was talking to CEO Reed, he was like, you will pick up at least 15 yards on 
your irons and all of your clubs if you switch into our shafts. Wow. And most people don't realize when it comes to equipment, the shafts are the most important part of the golf club. Um, all the equipment, all the manufacturers are actually making pretty great club heads, and but it's the shafts that really impact what the ball is doing. And I was like, okay, Reed, like you're BSing me. <laughs> I've heard this before. Everyone's like, you're going to pick up 10 yards. Yeah. And I was holding club the first time with the LA golf shaft in it, and it felt different. And it's heavier. It's more in the butt end of the club instead of evenly distributed. So substantial in the hands. Yeah, you feel in the hands. And I've never felt that before. And the first one, I didn't hit great. And I was like, okay, well, he was BSing me. And then I started flying green after green after green oh, wow. after green. And I was like, okay, I'm hitting it 15 yards farther with my irons and 25 yards farther with my driver. And I was a, a believer in it. Everyone who has tried them have loved the shafts and the golf ball by the data it has tested better than every other golf ball wow. brand out there, which is crazy. And I think what I love most is their, their attitude to the golf industry and trying to disrupt and change and be something different. Because I think, and this is something that I face a ton of criticism. If you change one little thing, or if you do something that's a little untraditional, everyone freaks out. But you have to make progress. You have to have change to make progress. Yeah. And they're doing something that's really cool, just not even from their products, but from the marketing and, and the, the, the image that they have and what they're saying and what they're I think we lost Jay there for a minute. No! We was just getting to the good it part. It was going well, too. They thought it was oh, a great That's interview. crazy. We're going to dial them back up? What we, we got Congratulations, it. chat. We you gotta broke get the, the stream. We got to get that back going. We got to get that back going by any means necessary. So we're working on getting the uh, internet connection set back up out there. Anthony is out there with Jay getting everything going. Uh, we got Matt Collett coming up as well. And then we got a package to play from an interview Mike did. Speaking of Mike, this is very weird. Mike is not on the set. Right. Mike is actually to my right. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why is Listen that? To the show. Why is that? Yeah. Let me see if I can use this. I had a dentist appointment this morning, and I didn't get in until ten fifteen, so I didn't want to be in the producer chair when I came in forty five minutes for the show. So I got I the juice Earl, now. I let Earl do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, how does that feel, McNuggets being off to the side? To the side. Right, they're back. They're ready to go. Oh, oh bring it back. It was some good golf, and content. you're seeing that now with social media of all of these new golf influencers coming up, and people are choosing to watch golf influencers over PGA Tour telecast. Yeah. And I think they're seeing that okay, we have to make the product a little bit more fun. We have to change it up, and especially now with you know live emerging and everything that's happening in the golf world, it is changing yeah. quickly, and you 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 have to adapt or. You're out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we've got to let you go. So I have one question. Now, this is my favorite question to ask. Yeah. Anybody that's a golfer loves this question. Okay. I'm sure you've been asked a million times, so you'll have it all ready to go. In a little bit, you're going to play in the Pro-Am with my buddy, Matt Collard. Yes. Excluding him, because I know he would be in your dream foursome. I know that for a fact. But what is your dream golf foursome? Who are the three players that you're going to pick? It can be dead or alive. It can be oh, athlete God, right or not. Hey, so you want to golf with Elvis? You can golf with Elvis. This is the dreamland. So you can pick anybody that you want. Who are your three partners? Oh, gosh. I'm thinking about. You're kidding me. 
All right, we lost the connection again. I'll text Anthony, say we can get that up. He's finna get Matt Carlick ready to come on. What we got, Dallas? Uh, Steve, let's go ahead and play uh, the package. Mike did an interview yesterday, and of course, due to our streams crashing, we didn't get the opportunity to see it, but the interview was with... <clears throat> no Tay Begay. No Tay who? No Tay Begay. No Tay Begay. No Tay Begay. Let's go ahead and run it. Yeah, guys, we're back here at the Call of Companies Championship. We are joined by our third and final interview of the day. It is Noda Begay. Noda, thank you for joining us on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. You are the third ever golfer to join us on the show and the third of today's program. <laughs> so this is a golf-heavy program. We're here, obviously, in Akron at the famous Firestone Country Club for the Call of Companies Championship. How you feeling? How's the game feel heading well, into this well, week? Let's hope the third time's a charm here. I'm sure the previous two guests were great, but we're going to finish it off strong here. Great to be back. It's been yep. quite some time since I've played here competitively, so uh, going to get re-familiar with the, with the golf course and go out this afternoon and just try and um, just, just check it out. And it's great to be back. The historic venue, uh, so many wonderful historic players with tremendous legacies have played through here um, for the past 50 years plus, and uh, to be back and to be a part of it is just a great opportunity. It has the nickname The Monster. Has it earned the nickname The Monster, in your opinion? It, it has. It has. And, um, you know, what, from what I remember in playing here in the WGC events, is simply just very difficult off the tee, very demanding off the tee. And that's, you know, the first piece of the puzzle when you're trying to put together a good round of golf is you have to get off the tee. And this golf course demands that you put the ball in play, preferably hitting the fairway. And um, then you try and attack the whole locations that kind of give you an opportunity. But yes, the monster uh, would be a very fair um, characterization of this venue. What's the, what's the hardest part of this course? Or maybe not the hardest, but what's your favorite part of it? Is it attacking the fairways? Is it trying to make those short approach shots from the, the fairways to the green? Is it the putting? What, what's your favorite aspect? Of well, this I just I think it's more it has to do with the tradition and the legacy of, of the golf course, right? I think that you've seen a trend in architecture and design the past 15 or 20 years going towards wider landing areas, more forgiving landing areas, because it's more conducive to day-to-day -day play, but not so much tournament play. This is a golf course sort of that has been very difficult from day one. Mm -hmm. And it's maintained that, that challenge for the players through the decades. It's held up um, through equipment changes yeah. and all the improvements in technology and ball. And um, it's just really a good testament to just that if you build a nice, sound golf course, um, it will stand the test of time. I know you do some work with the Golf Channel as well. How, how would you handicap this field heading into the tournament? Well, I mean, it's a major, so it's one of the toughest fields of the year. And you have all the top players here. Uh, you just saw Bernhardt just do something historic a couple weeks ago. And uh, defending champion Jerry Kelly is always someone to keep your eye on. And Stricker's been playing the best yeah. out of everyone. I know... Um, all the attention as of late has been on Bernhard, but Stricker's actually the player to beat, in my opinion, just based on just assessing the overall consistency of the year, the number of wins and top tens. He just, he just never seems to sort of be out of contention. Well, it's not like I've said this to everyone, but in my opinion... You're the golfer to beat here this week. So. And I definitely didn't say that to the first two. Either. That's only the third time you said that no, today. It's the first time since 12 o'clock. It's the first time this hour I've said that. Uh, just two more real quick. No, I know you went to Stanford with, with Tiger. In three years when he reaches that young age of 50, do you think you might be able to see him uh, competing in some of these senior tour events? Well, I'm going to do everything I can to convince him um, because I know he still enjoys the competitive uh -huh. part of the game. 
the fact that you can ride a cart out here pretty much um, almost all the weeks is a huge, I think, attraction. And I just think he likes to compete and be around his friends. I mean, for me coming out here my first year, getting reunited with so many of um, my, my old friends that I, I grew up playing with uh, in junior golf and then collegiate golf and then on the PGA Tour and now on the PGA Tour Champions, uh, it's a very fun environment, still very difficult to win. Um, but there's just sort of maybe a little bit less of the sh less stress than what you see on the PGA Tour with all the, the young guys. How often do you get asked to rate or grade amateur golf swings? <laughs> Thankfully not often because uh, I'm a very difficult uh, professor. We're sort of sitting in a little bit of a lecture hall here. I feel like uh, if I had to rate amateur golf swings, I wouldn't be very nice. Well, I'm glad that you are here because I have a guy on our show. His name's Tyvis Powell. He played in the NFL for four years, so he's, he's a legitimate athlete. And I would like you to grade, rate, and watch this golf swing. All right, swing. let's take a look. And make sure you keep an eye on the ball and the club. And I should hit play. Okay, good. Takes a look at the green. Water mm -hmm. is death. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Did that really happen? That Yeah, we'll, we'll play it one more time for you, Noda. But, yes, it really did happen. Uh, the ball. What sport? Did he play? He played in the NFL, professional okay. football player for four years. I don't know what the equivalent of that would be in the NFL, but it wouldn't be. It would be worse than a fumble. It's not good. Put yeah, it that way. Not pass. good. Tyvis, yeah. be better. Be better. Well, <laughs> we appreciate it, Nora. Thank you so much, and best right. luck this week at the College right, Companies Championship. You know how? To, do y'all understand the Ty force <clears throat> I had behind that? If I would have made contact with that ball, it was really gonna travel. Tyvis, uh, you, you are you are world renowned amongst top flight golfers now. I mean, they're running your package <laughs> week after week now. Hey, listen. You know, if if content page was saying that content is what things is about in the golf world, I listen. I I gonna have a, a golf throwing contest with, with professional golfers. Speaking of great content, we got a guy that's no uh, he's no slouch when it comes to content. His content is great because he got cars, he got golf tournaments, he got everything. Matt College with Jay, what, what you guys going on out here? What's what we got? That lover, like real person, but the second the camera goes. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. <laughs> what is he hey, talking hey, about? Hey. What is he talking about, Jay? Whoa. Hey, I was told to go. I was told to toss out to uh, you. Just set him up. Uh, you just set him up. I was told to. <laughs> we'll see what's going on out there in college. Obviously, uh, obviously, Jay and Matt were talking about the golf swings and you know just you know, how great the tournament's going so far, and, and we'll figure it out. You know. Why did you just do that? Why you do him like that? It wasn't me. I, I was told we're ready to go. Yeah, you were there. I was there. Yeah. 
right. just totally forgot. Right. I didn't know we had Jay. two of them. Jay. Are you guys ready? <laughs> hey, you cool? Jay. Guys, straight? <laughs> the company I keep just took a massive dive to the south. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys know how much I love Matt Colling. Yeah. But the scenery, let's just say the scenery here. What are you going to do? <laughs> we didn't get to say Dude, you get to golf I with feel cheated. Are you nervous? Uh, you know, I'm not nervous, but I'm excited. Like, right? It's Wait, you, 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 this was you right here. Like, uh, I'm not, I'm not nervous. I mean, I'm, the only thing I'm nervous about is, yeah, hitting the shot and just looking like a jackass, right? <laughs> it's like, how can a grown man not hit a golf ball? But you'll do, you'll lay the groundwork ahead of time and tell her I'm not yeah. very good. No, she knows. So she when you does. stripe one down the middle, she'll say, great shot. We're, so our goal today is just to have fun. Yeah. And she came to Akron. She came all the way to Akron to be at our tournament. What does that say about this event? Well, it says a lot about Northeast Ohio and this event that, you know, L.A. Golf is, is becoming a big brand. And the fact that she would come from L.A. They actually came from London. Oh, really? You know, to get here for this event because they committed to it even a few months ago. But, yeah. And she's a sweetheart and she's awesome. And she's building a giant brand even, oh. even of herself. Incredible. Um, but no, Now, when can we expect a picture of you in the in the bathtub with all the golf balls? Is that coming soon? <laughs> well, <laughs> for L.A. marketing? Let's hope. I hope my wife's not watching this, but, like, let's hope that's coming soon. If that happens, I will take a picture. So I, you know, I think you were here when I was doing the interview. I asked her about that photo because that's the iconic photo that everybody knows. Yeah. Um, and she said that they, she had a team of folks that were positioning the balls on her to make sure that everything was was covered. Well, it's uh, it's it's called brilliant marketing. It is right, and yeah. I appreciate that. Right. Even having a bunch of businesses and marketing, we've got our Celsius. Is this your drink? Is, oh, that's one yeah. of your sponsors. Okay. Yeah, it's one of our it's one of our sponsors. And I've never here. had that before, by the way. You gave me one a minute ago, and I I never had it, and it's it's good. Well, Very you good. don't need energy drinks. I don't need yeah, energy you have drinks. Energy. I know, bro. After one of these, yeah. I'm a mess. I'm just a mess. You <laughs> well, can't stop you me. You can only drink. You should only drink one. Of <laughs> like I have a. I talked to somebody the other day. They're like, I drink four of those a day. I'm oh, like, ah. Wow. As much as we're promoting the brand, like you can't drink that much. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot. So the event, I, I got to tell you, I've walked the grounds. Yeah. Uh, what you've built here in this VIP section, which is tonight the kickoff of this area. Yeah. You've taken this event in a year to yeah. the next level. Well, that's, uh, I mean, that's really our goal. I mean, we were just talking about Paige and the bathtub and golf balls and everything else. And, but it's all about marketing and it's all about getting people out to an event. I mean, it's PGA champions tour golf. So it's some of the best golfers that have ever lived. And, uh, it's an iconic country club, Firestone country club. They've been playing golf here for 70 years, but not everybody's a giant golf fan. So you have to have things, uh, that are available for people that just want to come out to, uh, like a cool event and, and, and experience. It's a great place for people. So you have too. to have an experience. Uh, um, did I see Tom Watson here? Is Tom Watson here? Did you? I don't know. I, th I did. I did. Someone off Kimmy told me I did. I mean, like, that's one of the most iconic names in the sports It definitely history. is. Um, is so, he here playing? Is he here? Yes, he's here. Good. This is your event, bro. I don't, I don't know who's playing. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four-round event. Yes. The Pro-Am is today. We're playing the Pro-Am today. Yep. And I expect if the weather's nice this weekend that you're going to have some really nice crowds out here. We're having uh, – so ticket sales are, are giant. You know, we're sitting here right next to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stage. Right. There's, so there's going to be concerts even right after the uh, after the tournament. Wow. But there are lounges. There's there's putting greens and chipping greens and just stuff to do. Interactive but, stuff. But if you've never, it, but it's also good to get outside and just walk around. 
and watch great golf. It might so, be the most beautiful yeah. corner of Northeast Ohio, too. The land, the yeah. course is in great shape. I got to see a little bit of it. Everything is perfectly manicured. It 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 is a championship level golf course in peak shape, and it's a it's a great event right here, in North. And just to support, that's why we got involved, just to support Northeast Ohio. Right. And there's a giant charitable uh, aspect to the golf tournament. I mean, we gave, um, I don't know, there's 20 or 30 charities that are involved in this thing that were given. LeBron James Family Foundation, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, so, yeah. Well, on behalf of golf fans in Northeast Ohio who have watched this event in the last couple of years kind of teeter on you know, whether or not it was going to be an event. Yeah. Um, I say thank you because I know that you've really done a lot to keep this thing going, not only keep it going, but take it to the next level. I'm, I can't wait to see what, what kind of crowds we get here this weekend. The golf is always terrific. I'm, gonna, I, I'm honored because I'll be handing the championship trophy yeah. to the winner on Sunday, as I did last year. Uh, thanks so much for all you do for Northeast Ohio. Yeah. It's going to be a great event. If you've never been to a golf event, I can say this because I've, I've told many people this through the years. If you've never been to a golf event, but you're just a fan of beautiful scenery and people watching, this is the place to be in Northeast Ohio, really, for the next five days, counting today's Pro-Am. Hopefully, the weather is going to be great through the weekend. Come on out. Check out championship-level golfers. There are tons of names that you've heard of and will recognize. And who knows? You can go to one event and you get hooked. I remember I took my wife to her first event, kicking and screaming. She loves golf tournaments now. She absolutely loves them. Yeah. Because of the scenery, she's a big fan of the nature and the play, too. It's Matt, fun. Thank fun. you. Um, hit him straight, bro. Hit I him, will. Hit him straight. Appreciate and, it. And uh, have fun today. My we God. Will. I don't know we how you We always have fun. Yeah. Right? I know you do. Uh, guys, that's going to do it uh, from Akron in, at the Firestone Country Club here for the uh, for the colleague. Jerry. I, 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 I have Colleague a hard time Cummings saying that. The Colleague Cummings Championship. I mean, for so long. Why is that hard to say? Because it's just ingrained in my head that that wasn't the name of this event forever yeah and but now it is and so um thank you thanks bud all right um guys back to you um i'm not gonna swing a golf club today (laughs) i'm gonna head back to the station a little bit and um tyvis again i'm very proud of you you got a b minus from page sporanic on your golf swing and you didn't even make contact with the ball let Um, the world let the world have a note for me yeah we got one more oh oh you know what Guys, we'll be back here in just a minute because we've got someone who probably has the fastest golf cart at the tournament here. That's coming up in just a little bit. So st- stick around. We'll be back for that. AJ Almendinger of NASCAR fame is going to join us uh, on the set. So stay with us. Nice. Jay Crawford. And we got the who's who, Earl. <laughs> like, we didn't have three in a row, man. I'm tripping on the fact. I don't see why Matt is tripping off of making contact it get no worse Jaden threw me under the bus <laughs> he rolled me under the bus it can't get no worse than that you know i mean we never got to say goodbye to Paige. yeah we did not get to say goodbye to Paige, and that's like unfortunate. jay dominated the whole conversation we couldn't even we yeah. couldn't yeah. I, I had a question might have had i may have had a question or two no they cut my mic cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> cut it. Just, they brought me out in the hannibal lecter i was tied to a two-wheeler <laughs> Tied down and gagged and <laughs> sit there and shut up. Don't say a word. Hey, but it worked out well. <laughs> he even got to cut to he even got to cut to technical difficulties. I'm like, man, this is crazy. This guy got you know pulled the plug on it. Yeah, man. So listen, uh, I'm trying to think. You know, if you are Matt colleague, do you know exactly how much money you're spending this weekend? No, no. That's what your accountant's for. 
the bag has already been secured and allocated. How much money you got to make to, to have an account? Which money do you think you gotta have? Typers, we can't even golf regularly. Yet. They said that they said that if you know how much money you got, then you, you ain't got enough. You ain't got enough. That's exactly right. And until, That's exactly right. And I'm not joining. And I'm not joining no country club until Tybus joined. Because Daddy, what you mean? You should go first. No, nah, you going first. <laughs> you see that man swing? Why would he join a country club? They not about club? to accept me. <laughs> yeah, accept <they're not> <laughs> me in a country club. Man, you, that's real. Listen, it's all about content. Page, the, the, page, the, and put. Listen, I should have. We should have had a retweet it. That's what we should have did. Right, man. Oh, Jay, we got to get Jay on it. Hustling right here. Hey, all them eleven Jay million people she got. Listen, man. Jay want to see me stay small potatoes, man. I could have <laughs> blew up right here. Page Skaranigan. <laughs> Put me now, on. Hey, Earl. All right. Without further ado, probably the uh, the the most famous, the best person that's sitting right out there right now, <laughs> uh, NASCAR driver. Look how excited Earl. Earl's for Roman digger that he was for Paige. Company's golf championship. All that base with Jay Crawford. All right, guys. AJ Allmendinger. We talked about AJ on the show a great deal. Terrific NASCAR driver. Of course, he drives for um, for colleagues' team and, and on the NASCAR level. You've won. I, road courses are your thing. Like whenever, when I, it's always funny. I'll ask Matt, "Where are you going this week?" And yeah. when he says the road course, I'm like, "Oh wow, you got a chance." He goes, "Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna win." Why? What is it about your dominance? Uh, our producer today, Earl, is a huge NASCAR fan. What? What is it about road courses that you love so much? Well, it was just my background growing up. So yeah. I raced go karts and actually went to Indy cars and. At the time, the two IndyCar series were split. It was Champ Car and IRL. Right, yeah. Champ Car, we raced specifically street courses, road courses. So it's all I ever did. I That's really your Yeah, I really didn't have hardly any oval experience until I went to NASCAR. Wow. And I just love it. You know, there's a lot a driver can do. You still always got to have a really good race car. I feel like that's real racing. Though. Yeah. Well, and it's just I, I not think, that the other kind is. I think it's it's just different, right? Like so. On a on a road course, a driver can make a bit more of a difference. The way he brakes, shifts, sure. all of that. Yeah. So um, I've just always enjoyed it. It's been my background. I love doing it. Yeah, and you get to make right hand turns too. Yeah. Well, I was <laughs> people people in NASCAR be like, Do you, does it bother you when they they say that you're just you know the road course guy? I said, well, it's better than them telling you equally suck at everything. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. That's your niche. Gotta that's your niche, and that's that's and fine. then we, and then once I started driving for Colic, I started winning on ovals too. So okay. We've done that. Two exciting things I have to ask you about that I just learned about you. Number one, you're playing in the Pro-Am. Yeah. Tell everybody who's in your group. John Daly. How like, did that happen? Uh, the, the man, Matt Colligas. Matt made it happen. He said, who do you want to play with? I said, John Daly. Have you met him yet? I've never met him. God, I envy you today. Yeah. I, he's been somebody that I've, I've just watched his entire career. I love his mentality. He's just, you know, he's real. Joe Sixpack yeah. out there playing a weekend round, just like all of us. And I, I can't wait to listen to the ball hit the club because that thing is it a, makes different, a different it's sound. It's a different sound than, than anything I've ever heard. I saw him 25 years ago at the Greater Hartford Open, and they had a tent about 350 yeah. yards on the other side of the driving green of the of the driving range, and he was consistently hitting them over the tent. Yeah. And nobody else could reach it. And I just remember watching him going, This guy is from a different planet. It's incredible how he hits the ball. But that's not the most exciting thing going on in your life right now. Yeah. In 25 days or thereabouts, your life is going to change in ways you can't even imagine. Tell us why. Yeah. My my wife and I were having our, our first child, having a boy. <laughs> um, my, my dad, he's going to try to get him right into racing. I guarantee it. I'm going to try to hand him a golf club. 
because I love golf and it's cheaper. Yeah, so, and it's safer. Yeah, it's so, much safer. So, but I've already been hitting up Matt Collard right now. I'm like, hey man, how long are we gonna have this team for? Just in case, I'm, I'm gonna need you to hold on to it for this about at least another, plan, you know? just another 20, 25 years, just in case. How old were you when you started competitive driving? I mean, you probably so, very young. I, I started off in BMX bicycles. I wanted to race motocross. Like, really? My to this day, my favorite form of racing is supercross and motocross. Oh. I love it. Uh, so I did that for a couple of years. Who was your guy? Ricky Carmichael. So, uh, it was Ricky Johnson to begin with. Okay. And then it went to Jeff Stanton. Okay. And then kind of through Ricky Carmichael, guys like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, my mom didn't want any of that. She was like, no, you're racing four wheels. So I started racing go-karts around age eight and wow, been doing it my whole life. And if that was something that dad just said, you're going to do this. You're going to be well, a racer or something you wanted my, to do. My, my dad was just a local dirt track racer before I was ever born. Right. So we just... We, I, that's all I knew. I was literally at a racetrack watching racing, watching my dad race or doing my own racing yeah. my whole life. And I quickly learned I hated manual labor. So yeah. I just wanted to race cars. Most of us do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So John Daly's in your group. You're a, you're an avid golfer. In fact, guys, I learned that earlier this week, he played not 18 in a day, not 36. He played 45 holes in one day. I've never done that. That's an incredible. That's a marathon. Yeah, that, it was. It was the right mixture of alcohol and good golf swings, and and good people. Yeah, and good. Because you got to really like that, your your group that, that you're playing with. That is true. What's your? I asked Paige this. What's your dream golf foursome? Is I imagine John Daly's in it, so you're about to walk into it. Well, I'm gonna get to play with him, so yeah. Then we can mark that off. So if I Check had to go, off. I so would three go three other names. I would go me, Tiger, Steph, wow, and then one of my buddies to go along with it, so he can enjoy it. <laughs> You know, that's a great answer, but I've never heard that before. Yeah. So it's, it shows a little bit about your personality. Yeah. You want to share the yeah, fun. Yeah, I want to have fun with my buddy out there, yeah. Dude, continued success yeah. to you. You I just, you just it, kill it out there on the road courses, and you're fun to watch. I'm glad that you're part of Matt's team. Matt associates himself with winners and great people, and uh, he's always told me great things about you. It's nice for me to see it up, up close well, and personal. Well, when it, when the motto is trophy hunting, you can't not get trophy, otherwise you get fired. So <laughs> I, I love that, that hashtag. Quick. Yeah, I, I learned that quickly. Yeah. All right, AJ, thank again, you, thank you. Appreciate Enjoy it. John Daly. Um, I imagine you'll probably have at least one beer. Maybe. Have Maybe. one beer for me. Well, I'm going to have to have one to start off just so I don't hit somebody off my tee shot. <laughs> That's so a good I'm, idea. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the day. Be safe and uh, continue success. Appreciate it, man. Guys, AJ Allmendinger, um, terrific guy, great golfer, soon to be dad. And um, here in about an hour or so, he's going to be hitting golf balls with John Daly. I'd be lying if I said I'm anything but extremely <laughs> jealous. <laughs> Jay, man, uh, of course, man, we appreciate you guys out there. Uh, Earl is super, super, super excited um, to introduce uh, one of his favorite people in the world. You should have seen AJ. Thanks, man. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, you too. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.